0: Uh, let's get to our first guest on the show this morning. Uh, great to have Josh White back to chat some NFL. We previewed week one with him last week. Have there been any surprises? Well, let's ask Josh from what we've seen thus far. Still Monday night football to come. Uh, in a, oh, not too long from now here on, uh, in Perth this morning. Hello to you, Josh.
1: Good morning guys, how
0: are we? Very well. Sorry to keep you waiting. Fine line slid up this morning and um certainly a lot of people consuming the NFL at the minute, uh, no doubt about that when it returns. Um as mentioned last week, the the timing's good for those who don't work Monday mornings and some people get up very early. How early did the alarm clock get set yesterday for you? Uh
1: two two fifty AM for me. Uh obviously red zone kicks off at three A. M. but I've got to uh double-check my fantasy teams and, and all that to make sure there's no been no late uh, injury out or, or players ruled out. And then I, uh, uh, I boil the kettle, have a coffee, and, and then I'm on the couch uh, ready to go.
0: Excellent. Well, we saw uh, some interesting results yesterday. Now, Tampa Bay beat the Cowboys probably to be expected. Uh, Tom Brady, solid enough game. But already I see articles popping up about Tom Brady when he's going to announce his retirement again and how it's all going to play out. The man's only been back for two minutes. already talking about him retiring for, what, a third time?
1: <laughs> yeah, well, the reports are that this will be his last season and that's um, that's pretty much what the consensus is. But, you know, who knows how he feels at the end of the year. It is very early, as you said, and um, he didn't really need to do much yesterday, thankfully, which is, which is good given he missed a big chunk of training camp due to... Um, an 11-day absence for various reasons, and uh, you know, with with the Cowboys only producing three points and and his defense playing the way that he did, um, he was able to uh, be pretty solid. And and you know, a 18 to 27, at 212 yards and a touchdown is is all he needed to do. And um, his arm looked good. So you know, if you're a Bucs fan, I think you're feeling pretty good about uh, where you sit in the NFC. Um.
2: Aaron Rodgers with the Packers. Uh, we'd spoken about him, I think, last week, and uh, you know what we're going to expect. He wasn't too happy with a few of his mates that were dropping balls, and their start to the season was a bit similar to last year, where they got absolutely belted in the first round. Vikings twenty-three to the Packers seven.
1: Yeah, this this is this uh, Packers loss wasn't as uh, wasn't as bad as last season. Um, this season, a little bit more. Bit more of a fight from the Packers. Um, the scoreline it is twenty-three-seven. They did get stopped at the goal line once, so it, it could have been a lot, a lot closer. And you, you just have to know how frustrated Aaron Rodgers is if you just watch the first series of of, of their offense and Christian Watson, their rookie uh, wide receiver who they've drafted to replace Devante Adams, drops a, a wide-open seventy-five-yard bomb that Rodgers kind of hits on his chest and uh, pretty much sums up the Packers. So they're gonna they're gonna take some time to find find their feet and find their rhythm after Devontae Adams left. But, um, you know, obviously they started terribly last year and it worked out pretty well for them. But I think the Vikings are really, really good and I think they're going to be a a threat in the NFC. They've got a new coaching staff, uh, Kevin O'Connell, who comes from the Rams, and I think he's going to unlock uh, Kirk Cousins a little bit and make this offense um, a lot more potent. Um, It had potential last year, but their coaching staff didn't really maximize their potential. So um, if you're a Vikings fan, I think this could be the year that it finally comes together and, and they go on a deep playoff run.
0: Josh, what about if you're a Miami Dolphins fan? Paul from Murdoch on the SMS says, can you ask Josh about the Dolphins? Look like they may be in for a good year finally. They beat—they uh, uh, won yesterday against the Patriots.
1: Yeah, it was a bit of an ugly, scrappy game. It, uh, the Pats all offseason of uh, the reports out of camp have not been good and it, it was pretty evident their offense needs some work and um, the Dolphins are a little bit patchy to, to start, but I do think... You know they showed some good signs there. Tua was still a little bit sort of relaxed, too relaxed in the pocket at times. and was a bit bit reckless in parts. But um, I think him finding Tyree Hill in open space and, and letting him um, make yards at his feet and and get in open space is is a really great start. And I do think uh, they're definitely in with a chance to to go on a playoff. You know, make the playoffs maybe as a wild card. I, I can't see them just throwing in the Bills, unfortunately, who are were very impressive in the in the season opener against the Rams.
2: Um, the Kansas City forty-four to the Cardinals twenty-one. Will we see the Chiefs up the top again most of the season?
1: Yeah, this this was an incredible performance from <laughs> from the Chiefs. You might not see a stat line like this the rest of the year. They, they had 33 first downs on sixty-six plays, which is phenomenal. Um, it's it's unbelievable how efficient they were, and you know a lot of the talk was. You know they they, they released Tyreek Hill or, or traded Tyreek Hill. How the offense is going to look without them? And as long as Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes are there, uh, I think they'll be okay. And uh, yeah, poor Cardinals. They're they're really banged up on defense. They're missing some key players through suspension on offense. So they just ran into a freight train with with the Chiefs and um, the Chiefs. Smartly tweeted, hopefully we'll be back here at the end of the year, which is where the uh, Super Bowl is being played. So there's a good chance the Chiefs will, will be there again.
0: Now, Josh, I'm not sure you had either the Texans or the Colts featuring in the postseason this year, but uh, we always like uh, overtime, and when the teams can't be split, I guess we, we scratch our heads and we wonder, right, well, how do we break it down when neither team has a win? Uh, finished 20 points all yesterday between Houston and Indianapolis.
1: Yeah, these two teams are first in the division um, with the with the Titans and Jags losing. So um, you know it gives them the, an edge, but it was the Colts. The Colts did go for the win that they missed. They missed the field goal. But the Texans late uh, punted the ball on fourth and eight in Colts territory with with forty seconds remaining. Um, so pretty much playing for a tie, which is pretty cowardice decision from the coaching staff, but. Um, when asked about it, Lovey Smith said that he'd rather acquire than than a potential loss. But I don't, I don't know why he didn't think of a potential win. There's always a chance that you can convert that fourth down, get into range, and, and cause the upset at home. And um, the Colts just shot themselves in the foot in the first half, but they did really, really well in the fourth quarter to come back down 20 to three, um, 17 to nothing in the fourth quarter. And I do think the Colts will be in the postseason. I, I see them winning. Winning that division, um, it was the first game for Matt Ryan in a new offence So there was a bit of a slow start But I think they'll start to get the ball rolling a little bit in the coming weeks Over the last few
2: seasons, one of the first things you look for Is see how much the Browns lost by it <laughs> you know, They've sort of got back to it They um, nearly blew it, at letting 17 come in in the last uh, quarter But they're able to just hang on for a two-point win So, oh, good start
1: yeah, exactly. They they just need to tread water until Deshaun Watson can can return for them at quarterback after he serves his suspension. And and if they're within the playoff race, and and you know if Deshaun Watson is Deshaun Watson on the field as we've seen him um, b- before all of this drama went down, there's a chance that the Browns can can be one of the best teams in the AFC if if it all comes together for them. So you know, a win like this is a tough, gritty win, and I think you got to give credit to, to Cade York, the uh, the rookie kicker. He was drafted. Uh, a lot of people always sort of turn their nose up at drafting a kicker, but uh, he drilled a 58-yard field goal to win it for the Browns. So he's kind of become a, a bit of a cult figure now for, for Cleveland. And, and unfortunately, Baker Mayfield couldn't uh, get the revenge he wanted in, in beating the Browns. So uh, credit to Cade York and, and the Browns, especially Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, who just were, I think, put together about 180 yards on the ground. So they, they destroyed them up the middle.
0: Josh with this NFL expert, uh, week one, still one game to come this morning. We might finish the chat with Josh by previewing that game. A couple of thrillers. We mentioned the, uh, the game that went to overtime and ended up 20 points apiece. But um, the New Orleans Saints charged home to beat the Falcons 27-26. at uh, Didn't look likely for three quarters, but, uh, gee, a great finish for the Saints.
1: Yeah, it's a, one of the surprising results of, of the day was the Falcons uh, actually storming to a, a massive lead here against the the Saints. When you look at these two rosters on paper, you would have thought it was the other way around, and the Saints would just sort of pummel the Falcons. But uh, credit to Marcus Mariota and, and Arthur Smith from the from the Falcons, the coaching staff and the QB were on the same page, and and they they made some plays, they made some moves, and and you know they got the ball rolling, and, and against the tough Saints defense to score 26 points, it was it was pretty well done by them. And, and credit also to the Saints in, in terms of Jameis Winston making some clutch uh, conversions on third down late in the, in the fourth quarter to put the Saints within within range to to kick that uh, game winning field goal. But uh, it was there was some thrilling results, some one point wins, and that was definitely one to to rewatch because that last quarter was uh, was pretty electric from the Saints. And we, spoke,
2: we spoke last week about the 49ers and uh, Trey Lance and their the quarterback and the improvement they're going to make and how people believe that they uh, they can believe they're going to be contenders. But, jeez, a lot of mistakes on the weekend that just, uh, if they're going to do that, they're not going to be around for long.
1: No, this, this one's kind of interesting. I think you have to throw that this game kind of out the window a little bit because the, the conditions in this game were... were Insane. If if anyone can go back and rewatch a game, or at least some clips from this game, I recommend it because the the amount of water on the field was was crazy. And there's a there's a clip at the end of the game with Justin Fields sliding through. I think he slides about 15 yards on the water and, and stands up and and sort of flexes to the camera after the Bears uh capped that off that that surprising uh, result, scoring outscoring the 49ers 12 12-0 in the uh, final quarter to come back and. And win that game, but a lot of the conditions, it just didn't really suit the way the 49ers want to play, and, and uh, credit to the Bears, because many thought they were going to get smashed in this game, so for them to, to come out and, and win in the way that they did, they deserve a lot of credit, and if, if Trey Lance and the 49ers are, are just as bad next week in, in nice conditions, then I think it's time to start just worrying a little bit. I'd like to give Trey Lance some more time, but Jimmy Garoppolo is there, and, and he we know what he can do, so um, it's it's going to be a couple of interesting weeks for the 49ers.
0: Josh, to finish uh, this morning, in uh, just over an hour's time as we chat to you, uh, the Seahawks will play the Broncos in the final game. We had some really good Monday night football last season. What will we get here between the Seahawks uh, and the Broncos?
1: Yeah, a bit of of, uh, spicy action to start week one with uh, Russell Wilson returning to, to Seattle in an orange uniform as opposed to to a Seahawks uh, jersey so that definitely added some intrigue to this match and um, you know the Seahawks are are probably going to be one of the bottom five teams this season just because of Russell Wilson's departure and and the way their roster is constructed but uh, you know they know Russell Wilson and how he plays and this is a game they've had a lot of time to prepare for and I'm sure that they circled in their schedule uh, as one that they want to really lift for and, and, and hopefully try and sneak out a victory here and for the Broncos, it's going to be interesting because they've got a brand new coaching staff, a brand new quarterback, so it's, it, we have no idea what this offense is going to be, whether it's going to be a lot of what Russell Wilson likes to do or, or what Nathaniel Hackett, who comes from the Packers, wants to do, so um, there might be some sort of growing pains there b- between those two, but uh, I think we'll see some sparks flying. It'll be interesting to see what Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll's embrace is, is like uh, post-game, depending on how it all goes down, but I do think the Broncos can, can sneak out a win, but it might might not be as easy as many think. I think the Seahawks can, can put up a fight. And, and Geno Smith, you know, he was decent last year. He's, he's not going to win you too many games, but he'll, he'll keep you in them for, for a lot of them and, and and keep fighting. So I do think it'll be a lot closer than many are expecting.
0: I'll look forward to that uh, in just over an hour's time. Josh, lovely to have you back. Lovely to have NFL back as well. Already looking forward to week two.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. It's been a, a cracking start to the season. So uh, hopefully we're in for, for another... Good
0: couple of weeks. I'm sure we will be. Josh Wyer joining us, NFL expert. Uh, been with us for many a year on Sports Breakfast and always great to get his insights into the games, the players and the moments that matter in another season of NFL. Very popular sport here in Australia, Wayne. A lot of people buy the jerseys and yeah. watch it religiously. So um, well, people... It's good coverage there. Yeah, it, it is. is. Free to
2: air and on Fox. So.
0: The red yeah. zone too. Great yep. innovation. Yep. A few years in now, but uh, yeah, absolutely outstanding coverage over there in the US.